TED Audio Collective. I'm Elise Hugh. You're listening to TED Talks Daily. You probably know how hard it is to rest a young person away from their screens in order to focus on school. But video game expert Chris Alexander says, why not both? Why couldn't the augmented reality and virtual worlds we experience in most innovative video games be embedded in our education? In his 2023 talk from TED at Destination Canada, he shows us the possibility for learning that's already available if schools engage with it. After a short break. Support comes from Zuckerman Spader. Through nearly five decades of taking on high-stakes legal matters, Zuckerman Spader is recognized nationally as a premier litigation and investigations firm. Their lawyers routinely represent individuals, organizations, and law firms in business disputes, government, and internal investigations, and at trial, when the lawyer you choose matters most. Online at Zuckerman.com. The best place to see stars is at home with Prime Video. Get everything included with Prime, like Mr. and Mrs. Smith, starring Donald Glover and Maya Erskine. Rent or buy hits like Mean Girls, starring Renee Rapp. Or add-on channels like Max for the HBO original Curb Your Enthusiasm with Larry David. You've never seen so many stars in one place. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership not required to rent or buy. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Support for TED Talks Daily is from Progressive, home of the Name Your Price tool. You can say how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. It's easy to start a quote. Visit Progressive.com to get started. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Like TED Talks? You should check out the TED Radio Hour with NPR. Stay tuned after this talk to hear a sneak peek of this week's episode. When I was in senior year university, this was around 2004, I was in one of those classes where the teacher would uh, read the slides word for word as part of a three-hour lecture. Oh, oh, y'all know what I'm talking about? Okay, cool. I ended up doing all right in the class by catering to my own learning style. After a little bit of experimentation, I found that playing a video game during this lecture, a game like Tetris, or in this particular case, Zelda the Minish Cap, (laughs) helped me pay attention because the primary way I engage with information is by listening. And this meant that the teacher's voice with matching text were a distraction for me. Anyway, I was at the back listening and participating, mind you, But one day, this teacher decided to call me out. He stopped the class and said, excuse me, are you playing video games in my class? And then I said, "Uh, uh, I am, sir, but uh, this is the way that I learn. And then he said, there's no way that you're learning anything. And then I said, "Uh, uh, sir, I'm not interrupting. I am learning and I'm even participating. And then he said, no, I don't want you playing video games in my class. And then I said, sir. (laughs) And then I said, sir, I'm going to place this Game Boy Advance on the table. Repeat your last two sentences word for word. And then I'm going to pick up this Game Boy Advance and keep playing. (laughs) And then he said, 
I don't think you can do that. And then the class went, ooh. <laughs> oh, you can picture that? All right, cool. All right. So I placed my Game Boy Advance on the table. I looked him right in his eye, repeated his last two sentences word for word, and then I picked up my Game Boy Advance and kept playing. <laughs> and then you know what he said? All right, carry on. <laughs> so, since that day, I've become a professor myself of video game design. And I'm convinced that there's absolutely something that video games can teach the world of academia, like how they can cater to human learning, how they can enhance online instruction, and how they can provide clear objectives. Let me explain. Humans can take in information in three core ways, audio, text, and video. Now, as I demonstrated earlier, I'm an oral learner, which means I prefer to take in information via sound. And some studies show that when two or more of these channels are used, learning gains are higher. But there's a catch. Now, I was struggling to pay attention in this class because of something called cognitive overload, which can happen when audio, text, and video aren't different enough when used together. So when the audio of my teacher matched the excessive text on his slides, my brain was overloaded. Teachers who use technology in the classroom need to ensure that each channel is complementary, otherwise students are going to have difficulty transferring information from working memory to long-term memory. Now, I fixed the problem for myself by essentially using the teacher's voice as the soundtrack for the game I was playing. And this brings me to my first point. Video games, by design, are a complex blend of audio, text, video, and interactivity that can intensify focus. That was the point of my PhD. <laughs> and because of their enjoyment factor, these components of video games can help with something our students desperately need in the classroom, motivation. Now, at their best, video games can immerse us, focus our attention, and provide clear objectives with demonstrated output. You know how well you're doing every step of the way. And video games can teach multiple things simultaneously. Like, there's this class I teach, game design, where I like to use a video game called Virginia. Now, in Virginia, you play as Ann Tarver, a newly hired FBI agent who is tasked with internally investigating someone who just happens to be the only other female agent in the precinct, and this game is based on a true story. Now, on the surface, I'm using Virginia to teach game design. But I'm also using the mechanics of video games to trick students into exploring complex concepts like history, sexism, racism, corporate culture, and tokenism while we play this game together. To me, effective instruction merges theory and practice. Each week in this class, I like to pick a unique video game that matches the game theory and sprinkles in a couple of life takeaways. We play the game together and talk about it, 
And then the students have to go and make video games themselves. And this all happens, wait for it, online. (laughs) And guess what? COVID forced everyone to join me teaching online, and most schools struggled. But there are many examples of effective online instruction in unlikely places, like YouTube streams, Netflix programming, and, believe it or not, Amazon's Twitch. Now, as you probably know, Twitch is an online streaming platform where people can watch other people play video games, but it can also be used to learn how to paint with Ergo Josh, learn how to play piano with Juanor Piano, learn how to code with Rocio Tome, and even how to cook meals with Yarumi-chan. Uh-huh, yeah, real. <laughs> and Twitch had an average of 2.78 million concurrent viewers in 2021. Now, that's a lot of motivated learners if you actually think about it. One of my favorite classes to teach online is a class called eSports Broadcasting, where I'm essentially just using video games to teach students how to professionally present themselves online using a free piece of software called Open Broadcaster Software, or OBS. Here, I teach them how to connect any available camera to the software, add white balance and color correction to help that image pop, use on-screen text to complement the video, and compress any available microphone to make it sound and look exactly like what they're accustomed to consuming online. And the same processes that hook viewers on Twitch are the same processes schools should use to learn how to engage students online and globally. That should be one of their objectives, shouldn't it? (laughs) Hold on. What are the objectives of a post-secondary education anyway? Hmm? And what could education overall learn from video games, which clearly say, start here, do these things, and then obtain these things? Now, if the goal of a post-secondary education includes students getting a job in the same thing they went to school for, guess what? Schools are failing. More than half of graduates do not get jobs in their field of study. That'd be like enrolling in chef training and then graduating to start a job in data analytics. Why not just enroll in data analytics? You could. Grow with Google has an online program promising you a job in data analytics starting at $74,000 a year, and that program is free to start. Epic Games offers a pathway to become a developer with its Unreal Engine for interactive 3D development, a field that they say has gone up 601% and is paying people 57% more than the average salary. For clarity, Their Unreal Engine is the same tool used to build Fortnite and the same tool used to build some of the backgrounds behind the Mandalorian at no cost to use. Are y'all hearing all these near-free, no-fee examples I'm giving you? (laughs) University in particular is mad expensive. The cost of university has gone up 1,200% since 1980. (laughs) To me... (laughs) To me, 
There's not a single job, trade, or discipline that doesn't in some way connect to the video games industry. There are dentists like Dr. August de Oliveira who are using augmented reality to see the roots of your teeth while working on your teeth. Psychologists are using virtual reality to help you overcome a fear of spiders and broadcast technicians responsible for filming a dragon flying over a live stadium full of people as part of a League of Legends esports broadcast. Video game technologies are embedded in all of these. And that must mean that the video games industry is not just made of players, but made of you. Now, I'm not suggesting that video games replace classroom instruction. Settle down, internet. (laughs) I'm advocating for the components of video games, especially the engaging ones, to be ported into classroom instruction because the audience, the students, clearly understand the medium. There are roughly three billion video game players worldwide. Video games contain the blueprint for engaging education because of the way that they cater to human learning. A complex story interwoven with learning content and a bit of artificial intelligence for difficulty and balance. Online instruction can be enhanced if schools turn to top streaming platforms and streamers to learn how to effectively engage students online. And the objectives for education overall need to be as specific as a video game so that those who are enrolled have a clear line of sight to where they're headed. If we can start showing students how their passion for playing connects to their futures, we will have done our jobs. The next generation of teachers are those who can connect the path of study to profession via passion. Oh, and one last thing about the playing of video games. There's a 2022 study suggesting that the playing of video games is associated with heightened cognition, faster reaction times, improved working memory, and modifying the cortical networks associated with the process of playing. And that is what I should have said to that teacher. Thank you. Support for TED Talks Daily comes from Odoo. If you feel like you're wasting time and money with your current business software or just want to know what you could be missing, then you need to join the millions of other users who switched to Odoo. Odoo is the affordable all-in-one management software with a library of fully integrated business applications that help you get more done in less time for a fraction of the price. To learn more, visit odoo.com slash TED Talks. That's O-D-O-O dot com slash TED Talks. Odoo, modern management made simple. Sheena Mead was a single mom with four kids when she wrote an $87 check that bounced. I got arrested. I went to jail that day in front of my children. After that, Sheena had trouble getting a degree, renting apartments. Now she's part of a movement to wipe her and 30 million other Americans' records clean. Audacious solutions. That's next time on the TED Radio Hour from NPR. Subscribe or listen to the TED Radio Hour wherever you get your podcasts.